didn't see you there. Would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me? I'll be your captain. I'm Steve Harrington. And I'm Colin. And I'm Whitney, and this is Scoops Ahoy, a Stranger Things podcast, where we go week by week, chapter by chapter, taking a look at every single episode of Stranger Things. We have now made it through all four seasons, and we are in the deep, dark void as we wait for season five. Although we did get a little nugget. We got a nugget for it's season kind of a five. Good size nugget, yeah. Oh, it was not. I would not qualify that as a good size nugget. Well, I mean, you know, if we're also, gonna get, I, didn't, I didn't think we were going to get anything. So, Well, I knew we were just because they said... We were, but I assumed it would, like, on To Doom, I assumed it would be, like, a another episode title or, which I would have taken that over Linda Hamilton. Yeah. I mean, we would have found out eventually, but. But also, I thought they weren't introducing any new characters, but I feel like they always say that. Well, I think they can't have, like, no new characters, but I'm I'm assuming that it's going to be kind of a more of a minor role. I don't think she's going to be like a, like a, like, I don't think Robert she'll be in every episode or anything. No. Yeah. I think, like yeah. Robert more England. like Robert England. Yeah. Currently like a glorified cameo. Someone was like, is she the new executioner? Connie Frazier. Ooh. I was like, well, she could be. I saw one tweet today and somebody, it was a picture of Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton and Millie Bobby Brown next to each other. And I'm like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying they kind of look alike. I'm like what? Like she's going to be her mother. Like, we already so, know her mother. I know. I'm like, what are you, what are you trying to, I don't know. But it cracked me up during the live, like to do I was watching and then the t- comments and so many people were like, who is that? Why do we care? Who is this? And I was like. <laughs> and why is Arnold Schwarzenegger I, introducing her for real? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. funny. As soon as he came out, I was like, oh, because the news came out before. I swear Stranger Things tweeted yeah, out the information before they announced it on Yeah, TV. it didn't come out like the day or two before. Yeah. Oh, I meant like 30 minutes before, but Oh no, I, I, I it had it had, well, it had been rumored. So Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay. so we have that to look forward to. But yeah. this week we are doing a influ- an, an influence episode. Mm-hmm. An influence episode on Stranger Things from the movies, the trilogy. The Indiana Jones trilogy, which is Bridge of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and The Last Crusade. So Colin is going to hit us with some facts and then we'll get started. Yeah. So we're not going to do summaries because that would take way too long. But yeah. uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark came out June 12th, 1981, directed by Spielberg, screenplay by Lawrence Kasdan, fresh off Empire Strikes Back. George Lucas actually came up with a character of uh, Indiana Jones uh, for his buddy, Stephen, And he and Philip Kaufman wrote the story, had a $20 million budget, $8 million opening weekend, went on to gross almost four, $400 million, I think, $390, something like that. Uh, was the number one movie for all of 1981. Came in with 212 million just for 1981 alone, which was almost double of the number two movie, which was on Golden Pond, which what? came. <laughs> I know 1981 was not a good year for movies. And I'll, I'll, I'll remind me, and we'll talk about it when we get to the Siskel and Ebert stuff later, because they had a little funny bit about it. Uh, the cast was obviously Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, Karen Allen as Marion, Paul Freeman as Belloc, Ronald Lacey as Tote, the evil Nazi guy with the burned hand, John Reese davies as Sala, and Denim Elliott as Brody. They will actually, those two guys actually come back later. Uh, was nominated for nine Oscars, believe it or not, and won five. 
Um, it won for art direction, editing, sound, sound editing, and visual effects. It was nominated for best picture, which I had completely forgotten about. Best director, best cinematography, and best score. And we all know John Williams' glorious yeah. score. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom came out three years later, May 23rd, 1984, directed again by Spielberg, screenplay by Willard Huck and Gloria Katz, story by Lucas again, $28 million budget, $46 million open, $330 million, $330 million total, was the number two movie for all of 84 behind Ghostbusters. And the cast was, um, again, Harrison Ford, but he was the only holdover from Raiders. It was uh, Kate, Cap- Kate Capshaw mm-hmm. as Willie and then Kihui Kwan as Short Round. Only two Oscar nominations. It won for visual effects and lost for original score. Poor John Williams. And then Last Crusade came out five years after that. Memorial Day weekend, 1989, directed by Spielberg. Screenplay by Jeffrey Boehm. Story again by Lucas and also by Minomaeus. Uh, $48 million budget, $37 million opening, $474 million total was the number two movie for all of 1989 behind Batman, which was juggernaut that year. Oh, yeah. Uh, the one with Jack Michael Nicholson. Keaton. Yeah. The first Michael Keaton. Vicky the Vale. Best Batman. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford again. Sean Connery as his dad. Allison Duty as Elsa. And then John Reese davies and Denim Elliott coming back as Sala and Brody. And then Julian Glover played Donovan. Three Oscar nominations, one for sound effects editing and lost for original score and sound. So those are your three movies. Well, you know who John Reese davies like who I feel like the kids would know him today. He's Gimli. Oh, right. In Lord right. of the Rings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. I feel like you would know. And then you would know Short Round. We know him from the Goonies. Right. But they would probably know him from everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, and all his Oscar. Yes, this year was a big year for him. Big year for him. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. They had, um, I saw a clip of Harrison at the opening. I think it was in, in Hollywood somewhere at Grumman's or something. And mm-hmm. he um, kind of snuck up behind yes. him and gave him a big hug. Yeah. Yes, I saw cool. that. I always get um, Karen Allen mixed mm-hmm. up with the the main lady, the main woman in Superman. Oh, uh, uh, Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder, yeah. I always get them mixed. Oh, up. I can see that. Yeah, but I get um, Carrie Green and Jamie Gertz confused. Carrie Green was Goonies. Oh, and Jamie Gertz and Lost Goody- Boys. And Jamie Jamie Gertz was Lost Boys and Less Than Zero and yeah, yes, and Twister and stuff like that. I always get the two of them. Confused. I forgot she was in Twister. She has yeah. a terrible haircut in that movie. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> okay, Rotten Tomatoes wise, Raiders of the Lost Ark has a ninety three percent critic rating and ninety six percent audience rating, and Siskel and Ebert both loved it. And if you don't believe me, just listen. Raiders of the Lost Ark hurdles us through a cascade of nonstop adventures. It has everything. Forgotten tombs, giant tarantulas, evil, bloodthirsty Nazis, thousands of poisonous snakes, and the best chase scene I've ever seen in a movie. I really love this one. Well, so did I, and I can't recommend it more than this one. Um, I sat there really admiring it. Mm-hmm. I just said, look at how tight this is. Look at how excellent it is. It's, it, it attempts so much and hits so close mm-hmm. all the time. I really applaud all the people who had to produce this thing and make it. It's, it's marvelous. Uh, Temple of Doom, 76%, so 15, 16, 17% drop from Raiders. Uh, for it's critics. the weakest. Well, we're not yeah. going to talk like out of out of all of them. 
crystal skull is the weakest but true yeah we don't even acknowledge that one so that's okay <laughs> i don't know if we're gonna be able to acknowledge the new one coming out i'm just no like, i don't either Harrison, you're so old he's 80 i know he is <laughs> i'm very scared for him this year like somebody had like you know 2023 bingo and it was like one of the blocks was harrison four oh, no. guys and i was no. like oh no oh no he's my birthday twin no oh no uh 82 percent audience uh rating for temple of doom and sister Lieber both loved uh both gave it thumbs up and then last crusade 84 percent uh critic rating so 93 to 76 to 84 and then 94 percent uh audience rating and i'm i'm really it's a toss-up for me between raiders and last crusade i, I really love raiders more, is my so. favorite but yeah. it's it's close with with last yeah. crusade and last crusade also has that little opening with with river phoenix in the right beginning. which is really good yeah it's so cute thing. and then like i don't know if if you were beyond this but like when river phoenix passed away it just like it was a big big it deal was. it was a huge deal yeah i feel like it was he was one well can't say he was one of the like first like super young ones but like i don't know why like that one impacted me so much i, I, we were, I think we were just the right age for it to kind of hit us so because yeah i kind of grew up with them with you know um stand by uh, me stand by me obviously and uh oh, what's the other one not my own private was it my own private idaho was that him i've never seen it so i don't know yeah but but he did a bunch of movies right in a row there and you know including he was so talented too he was so good yeah and then it was uh an od at the viper room wasn't at it? the viper room with johnny depp yeah yep he was yep. with johnny depp when it happened that's right nice. yeah so siskel and ebert uh were torn actually on last crusade ebert loved it siskel did not <gasps> what's good about the film very good is it's slam bang ending that takes time to question what's more important objects or a family what is so so about the movie is its machine-like march through nazi lairs and caves in the hunt for the holy grail none of it is bad it's just of a piece thunderous to the point of pushing one away from the screen and i didn't believe the father-son relationship between connery and ford i just saw two good actors occupying the same space next to each other whatever that's what i want though yeah. that's what i want in indiana i want an adventure i want nazis and i want a a, a sassy love interest yeah that's you get it all so yeah so there's your there's your trilogy. So we can start talking about Stranger Things. Obviously, the Duffers loved all of the Indiana Jones movies. They've talked about it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, do a, I mean, we'll get into it, obviously, when we get to our top yeah. five. But here's uh, Matt and Ross talking about just overall, you know, how how great the, the three movies were and, you know, how much of an inspiration they were to them. Like, sometimes I'm more in the mood to watch um, Last Crusade. The, the banter between Sean Connery. Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. And it's just, it's it's very similar to Raiders, of course, but it's just got a little bit of a, it's got a little bit of a different tone. and But if you just I want to really learn how it. to make a film, I mean, just watch Raiders. I mean, every scene is a masterclass, it really is. And then Brad Gilman, who plays Murray, he did an interview, I think it was before season four dropped. Um, I can't remember who he was talking to, some news outlet. And he said at the time that a lot of season four feels very like Indiana Jones to me, he said, Mm -hmm. the way that it's constantly balancing the tension of the adventure adventure with the humor. So, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So let's get into our top five ways that the Indiana Jones movies influence Stranger Things. So I'll take number five, and it is when 
you know, when Max steals the car or not steals it, but she yeah, takes, takes Billy's <laughs> she, car. Yes. Yeah. She takes Billy's car. And then it's similar to the scene in Temple of Doom where Short Round is going and he picks up Indy at the nightclub. And yeah. you see when he picks him up, he has like a brick, like strapped to his foot because he's too little to be driving. Yeah, yeah like a, a little brick. block of wood. Yeah. And Colin and I debated this, but I'm pretty sure something is tied to Max's foot when she's driving because she can't reach the Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. And I'll yeah. play a clip from the numbers in a second. But it looked like I kind of, it's a super, I mean, it's less than half a second when you see it. But there's like a, it looks like mm -hmm. it's kind of like a cardboard box with some duct tape or anything. But I know, yeah. here's, the, here's the Duffers talking about that. We're big Indiana Jones fans. We are big fans of Temple of Doom. And specifically, we referenced it. I think it was in um, season two, episode nine, the, the final episode of season two, when we have Max driving Billy's car and she's got a block on the uh, pedal, just like Short Round has to use a block in order to drive the car in Temple of Doom when they make their escape. I remember our production designer being like, Sadie doesn't need a block, she can reach that. And then we, and we were so devastated because we wanted to give that little nod, but then we put Sadie in the car and she could not reach the pedal. I'm sure now she could, but luckily in season two she couldn't. So we got our, we got our block in there. So that's great. That's a that's a that's a really good tie in. Uh, the next one that we came up with was and this was one that the Duffers touched on themselves, too, was at the beginning of season three, where you have the before everything actually even gets going, you have the Russians with their whole, you know, big, huge, you know, mechanism to tear open the gate. And then it just blows up and sucks everybody. And that's a direct reference, obviously, to the Ark yeah. of the Covenant in Raiders of the Lost Ark. So here's the Duffers talking about that. The opening scene of season three includes something horrible happening to some scientists that we were inspired by the ending of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they open the Ark and it just causes these horrific things to happen and that just seared itself into our brain. So we wanted to give a, a, little, nod, a little nod to that. And like, that scene is also, I feel like they parallel each other in the sense that like I was not expecting that at all. When I saw the first scene in season three, like yeah. that was, I was not expecting that, like their demise that way. Right. Just like I wasn't, it, when I was little, I remember being absolutely shocked when the guy's like face melts off no. and it's so terrible, but it is so, it is so similar. You can tell Steven Spielberg had a hand in Poltergeist because it looks right. like yeah. almost the exact same as when the guy yeah. in Poltergeist like pulls his yeah. skin off or whatever, yeah. but it. I remember like distinctly thinking like, oh, that reminds me of Raiders when I yeah. saw the first episode of season three. Oh, totally. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, next, which this one I felt like was very, very obvious with when Robin and Steve are captured by the Russians, similar to when Indy and his dad are captured by the Nazis and they're tied back to back in that chair right. yeah. and it's right. And they're arguing and they're kind of like bantering <laughs> yeah. back and forth. And it's kind of, it's a, funny scene that ties in well with the tension that you're worried that they're not going to get out and I yeah like you know yeah Indy and his dad are arguing about both having sex with Elsa yes so that old better yeah which is and then obviously Steve and Robin are high as a kite and they're just talking yes. about whatever and then they tip over and everything they tip over and but I feel like they both did a very good job of balancing that the tension and humor yeah at yeah. the same time yeah and that's what the duffer said too i mean it's just the you know mm -hmm. the whole idea of having the banter going just to keep things oh light. yeah they just said that i don't know why i'm repeating it <laughs> no it's fine uh the next one is almost just as obvious if it's not more obvious and that's the whole 
Nancy and Jonathan, will they, won't they dance that they do with Indy and Willie in Temple. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, really? the same. No. Yeah. No. I I think, I mean, it's not, it's not as concise a scene that you can go boom, boom, you know, they don't Mm -hmm. look identical, but there's obviously a lot of, you know, the, the, the kind of back and forth going on and stuff, which was, which is really cute. And then before we get to number one, which is, you know, we always say it's obvious and it probably is obvious to everybody, but yeah. a couple other little bonus things. Um, obviously in family video in, I think it's season four, episode two, you can see up near the front window, there's a Raiders of the Lost Ark little cardboard display that's mm-hmm. for selling popcorn. So they they tie it in that way. And then there, there's a lot of stuff because I hadn't seen Temple of Doom in probably a good 10 years or so. Temple of Doom was my favorite when I was little. Yeah. And I and I think it's because well, I know it's solely because of the scene where Willie has to stick her hand in that with all the bugs. Oh, right, right, right. To get like them in out it, of the roof thing. Yeah. Like I'm terror. Like snakes don't bother me. I mean, like, I don't like them. And I wouldn't want to meet one. Like, I don't want to see one in the wild, but like spiders give me the legit like creeps. Like yeah. I don't like to see them. Yeah. They're gross. And that whole scene where she, like, I, you couldn't, I would have just been like, sorry, everybody's yeah. going to die. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. This You're is it. This is, I'm out. It appears we've come yeah. to a crossroads because I'm not doing this. But I mean, it was funny because I was watching Temple of Doom and, you know, and I'm obviously looking, you know, intently for Stranger Things, Stranger Things, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously the head priest's name is Callie, K-A-L-I, just like, you know, Callie. Uh, number eight and then they had the the plane crash scene toward the beginning where the where they're trying to kill indy and willie and so the pilot jumps mm-hmm. out so they have to fly the plane like joyce and murray did and then there was one shot and i it, it can't have been intentional but it was just kind of funny to see when indy gets to the castle you're kind of looking up at the castle and a whole swarm of bats kind of fly out yeah. of the roof of the castle it looks very much like the creel house kind of castle look with the bats flying overhead yeah and then obviously the chain gang the, all the kids on the chain gang at the end of temple of doom that are i while it's opera. while temple is not a, you know a fan like everybody's favorite it's probably everyone's least favorite out of the original three most people's i would probably. say yeah it's probably the easiest to borrow from because yeah. it was so outlandish just and kind of wild with like you've got all the wild animals and you've, it has a supernatural which they all do but it's more the first and three are more like supernatural like religious right versus the third one which or i mean the second one which is more just it's, it's kind of more dark too and you yeah know, raiders well, and crusader people will argue and say that that's why there was a pg-13 movie right. rating invented yeah. was temple but well, it's not it's eating monkey brains and sucking hearts oh out yeah. Of and, yeah yes the monkey yeah. brains monkey brains. i probably couldn't watch that now but yeah raiders and last crusade are very traditional like adventure i mean they're almost like western they're kind of like action movie oh yeah kind of thing so yeah yeah and we have reached our number one influence which is so obvious i feel like everybody's guessed it <laughs> But it's Hopper as Indiana Jones. And I really, really wanted when they were talking. Okay, you can settle before I get into this. You can settle a little debate for me because I said if they ever remade Indiana Jones, I wanted David Harbour to play him. I think he'd be perfect. And I got an astounding amount of people being like, no, he's too old. What? No. That's what everybody said, though. I was like, no, he's not. He's not any older than. Probably Harrison was in Last Crusade, I wouldn't think. He would be know. perfect. Yeah. Yeah, he'd yeah. be great. 
Yeah. But he's, he's got the, he's got the same kind of wry humor and yeah, he's got that swagger about him and yeah. whatever. And he looks, looks good in a hat. He does. Yeah. So obviously uh, my biggest one, I think for the comparison between Harrison or Indiana Jones and Hopper is when he gets his hat in season right. two when yeah. he rolls back and gets the hat but you also have the torches the tunnels and the snakes yeah. like in the vines like snaking around him and you know indies like snakes what is it gotta be snakes right um punching people in season three and we have a clip from the duffers actually talking about that so we're gonna play that Obviously, Indiana Jones himself, you know, is a big reference for Hopper. We always, we talk to David about Harrison Ford probably more than anything else, trying to just sort of capture that energy. That's one reason we have Hopper punching people all the time, because Indiana Jones punches people all the time. David was upset because in season two, he didn't get to punch anybody. And so in season three, there's a ton of um, Hopper punching people. David is really good at capturing the the Harrison Ford essence. Not many modern actors are able to do it, uh, aside from Harrison Ford, of course. So with him punching people in season three, and I feel like he really beefed up for season three. It was yes, he went I from, I mean, he had like a legit like dad bod. He was he was season. pudgy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Where did that come from? Do you think that was for the role, or was it for something else? Like, what are you doing, Dave? Well, I think like, yeah, I think you know, according to the Duffers, anyway, he probably went to them. Went to them and said, "I want to beat people up." So, and wanted yeah, to get, it, get in shape, he, to get in shape to beat people up. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, you had that, and then you've got the fight with. Is it? I always forget this. Is it Gregory? It's Gregory, right? Gregory, yeah. It's not Gregory, right? Gregory, 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 like from Harry Potter. Yeah. So the whole the whole funhouse thing where he's beating up all the goons and all that mm. kind of stuff. So I'll I'll post a link. There's an article by the uh, I think it's a stunt coordinator. I'm pretty sure. Who said that he was inspired by Indiana Jones to to choreograph the the, the whole? I, I don't know how you could do anything in the eighties and and not take from these movies. Like yeah. you know what I mean? If any movie is set, I don't know how you, as a director, producer, storteller. Yeah. The I feel like and, and even are, not intentionally. I mean, a lot of it's probably right. Just, that's what I'm saying. It's brain, just like you know, yeah, singed into your brain forever. You just yeah. do it. So we also, there was an IGN article, which I always forget what IGN stands for. Why do you ask these questions? I don't, I don't know, but I do. And I can't help it. <laughs> I've been like this since you've known me. <laughs> I can look it up. Stall it's and like, I'll, I'll look up what IGN. It, okay. I'll read the quote from the article. Uh, there was an article with interviewing David Harbour. And he said, Hopper has the Indiana Jones quality to a lot of what he does, but he is at his lowest point in Russia. It is sort of the dark night of the soul where he needs to go through this really dark passage to get out to the other side. So, yeah, it's some of the most brutal image, brutal things he's ever been through physically and also mentally. Which imagine games network. Wow. That's what IGN stands for. That's weird. Yep, Would not have guessed that. In a million years, ever. But that, but that's what it is. So we'll, okay. we'll post a link to the article. So. But I think it's odd that he said that because while, he, I don't know, I feel like he's the least Indiana Jones-like in the fourth one. Like there are certain scenes that are right. reminiscent of Indiana Jones movies, but I feel like he, the character himself is much more like Indy in seasons right. two and three. No, I, I agree. I think, you know, and, and maybe he was, you know, kind of talking more in general and, and it's kind of still sticking with him. So, yeah. Yeah. 
but that that does it for our for our top that does it and we learned what ign stands for so and we learned what ign stands for in case anybody (laughs) else like me was no was wondering but imagine games network that just gone just go just international something whatever we'll we'll, we'll just kind of we'll just keep we'll just keep going right down this rabbit hole here so uh, yeah, it was formerly Imagine Games Network, an American video game and entertainment media website operated by IGN Entertainment. They're headquartered in San Francisco. So, yeah, I don't well, know. Well, I hate maybe, it. Maybe it was like a, you know, kind of playing off, you know, Imagine Entertainment or something like that, or just, you know, imagination in general. So it was like kind of imagination fueled well, games. If anybody so. from that publication is listening, yeah. I don't like it. Let us know. <laughs> we don't like it and let us know. <laughs> Okay, but what we do like are emails. Yes. And I'll take the first one. It is from Audrey. And she says, hi, Whitney and Colin. I was so excited when you read my email. You are welcome. Yeah. Here's my opinion about the first and only Indiana Jones movie I watched. Okay, I tried to watch the first movie, but I thought it was so boring. I don't know why, but I just couldn't get into it. Whitney, I am terrified of sharks too. Thank you. Colin, I can't believe you don't rewatch movies. He does. I do. Not a lot. Not a lot. I have watched Milana like 500 times. How can you think Raiders is boring? Well, I don't know. The, how old is she? Yeah, depending on the age, too, when she watched it, too, obviously. So I swear, yeah. 80s kids had a different mindset about what was entertaining. I don't know well, why. We had such little choices for entertainment. I mean, there was no... We just got excited when there was a movie for us. You had like one or two movies a week, and that was it. You know, unless you're watching yeah. after school specials or something, so... But yeah, no, yeah. I do. I do rewatch movies. I watch, you know, I've, I mentioned War Games and Back to the Future and stuff like that when it's on and that kind of stuff. But you know, the 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 movie critic in me is kind of still there, so I always try to like watch newer movies and that kind of stuff. So just so I can, you know, keep going and watch it. But I do, I do watch plenty of old yeah. movies. What I don't and really watch a lot of is is television. I don't watch a lot of series per se. You know, like I watch it all. You know, Bridgerton or you know that kind of or you know. Mm-hmm you know, Outer Banks and, you know, that kind of, you know, I don't really watch a lot of series like on Netflix or something, but I do watch some every once in a while. So, but I do feel like your fear of sharks is warranted. Yes, it it is. And especially lately, I feel like there's shark attacks left and right. Mm-hmm. I'm actually appearing as a guest on horror movie club this week, which you can find at horror movie club podcast. And we're talking about jaws Jaws, because a my fear of sharks yeah. somehow blossomed into my love for a shark horror movie for jaws yeah yes. i'm most afraid yeah. about is my favorite movie so. yeah yeah Second favorite movie yeah right so okay All next right. email Thanks, is from yes this is from quinn hey whitney and colin it's quinn i finished school on the 31st and realize now how incredibly boring my life is i have nothing to do so i'm planning to listen to episodes of your podcast that i haven't heard yet i don't remember much about indiana jones besides snakes but i remember the ones i've watched from the 80s were amazing i'm scared for the new one coming out because i think harrison ford is way too old Oh, he is. Yeah. It might be good, but I'm still not sure. That gives me the same vibes as Home Alone's 3, 4, and 5, and 6, which I didn't even realize there were 4, 5, and 6. I, yeah. I'm not sure I knew there was a 3. But anyway, the last two came out a long time after the first two, and they don't have Macaulay Culkin, so they're just not the same at all. To me, this just seems like a remake. I know it's not, but it's too long after the originals from the 80s. Yeah, and that's that's what, obviously, what Siskel was saying in his review uh, of Last Crusade, it just felt like a remake. It was just kind of the same Raiders of the Lost Ark over and over again. You know. Well, to, you know. do we think this new one 
it's being hailed as Indiana Jones. And I wonder if they're going to try to do what they, I thought crystal of the kingdoms, wait, kingdom of the crystal skull was going to be a passing of the torch. Yeah. To like Shia LaBeouf or, but then Shia LaBeouf ended up like going off the rails for a little while. Right. And so that's why they didn't. So maybe this one will kind of be. Could be. Because are we just forgetting? I've only seen the trailer once. So I don't really, I don't really, you know. Are we just ignoring that Shia character existed like that was indy's son yeah could be so or maybe they kind of write him off or i don't know yeah i'm gonna have to see it just for i mean i'm gonna go see it i will go see it yeah absolutely so uh quinn says i'm scared they're gonna remake harry potter which is my childhood hollywood is running out of ideas and has nothing else to do that's what my parents say well the one that really bugs me is disney doing all the live action versions of the animation stuff because i have not seen little mermaid yet Full disclosure, but I did not like the Beauty and the Beast remake. I hated the Aladdin remake. Lion uh, King. Uh, Lion King wasn't terrible, and the Jungle Book wasn't terrible. But they remade the Jungle Book. Yeah, well, they did the live action one that John Favreau directed with like all the motion capture stuff. It was like what five, six years ago, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't so. get into like Disney movies at all. Yeah. So uh quinn says anyway i'm done complaining i want to make sure i want to rewatch indiana jones soon also is freaks and geeks good yes yes but it sucks because it's only one season and you're gonna and it, it ends on a cliffhanger yeah and you're gonna be bummed out but it is very good yes it is very very good but you're going to be very dissatisfied when it ends right yes uh my parents want me to watch it he says oh lastly i meant to say nilla wafers because remember he, i can't remember what he said but you kind of oh, tripped yeah. on what he said yeah Autocorrect. I have a love-hate relationship with it. Mostly hate. And lastly, again, I tried watching Stranger Things backward and it hurt my brain because people were dead and then they weren't. I had to stop. Remember we were talking, he started. Yeah, because I still don't understand. Right. Why. <laughs> I can't remember who's doing it, but I need to know why. Yep. Okay. Our next email is from Harriet. She says, hey, Colin and Whitney, sorry, my email last week didn't make much sense. I was packing for my school camp. To be fully honest, I haven't watched any of the Indiana Jones movies recently, but I do have a really distinct memory from when I was like nine of fall rolling down the tunnel scene. And for some reason, the floor caving in, although that might be from a myriad of different movies. No, you're right. That is. Well, there was the, in the, uh, at the end of Last Crusade, one of the challenges is to spell Jehovah and he hits the wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the, the. When the balls are on down, he has to get it through because the floor is crumbling behind him. Right. Yep. Okay. Colin makes me second guess myself. Um, okay. She says, I remember liking it though, and thinking that it was an engineering feat of the future. I love a good booby trap, man. I do. Yeah, Any yeah. sort of like that's why booty I trap. love booty trap. The game mousetrap when I was little, even right. though it never worked like it was supposed to, but I wanted right. it to. Yep. Uh, she says, I'm writing this email on the bus back from rowing camp. See what I mean about being overcommitted to things. It's been okay. We were out West of my city and it has been freezing cold getting up at 6am on the bus. Oh my gosh. Yes. By 615 and rowing on the dam at 7am during which it is two degrees Celsius, about 35 degrees Fahrenheit. I froze to death. What? Good Lord. Yeah. There's gotta be some kind of child safety issues. I don't know. I feel like kids outside of america are tougher yeah <laughs> we saw a lot of kangaroos around our cap our campsite though and rainbow lorikeets i've also been reading the goldfinch it's really good so far hope you guys are well lots of love harriet i haven't read the goldfinch i have it's a good book it's not a good movie yeah that's what i heard isn't finn in the movie uh no it's the other kid and uh nicole kidman um which I mean, you know, was he in recently that they were like 
Uh, I don't think it's Jim. I don't think he's in it. Is he he in was it? in a movie that was. Oh, he is in. He is in. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't have a big part in it. No, I don't think. Hmm. Am I am I insane? What am I looking at? No, he's not in it. Oh yes, yes, yes. It is. It is. It's a small part, but yeah, he's not the the main thing because um, Ansel Elgort plays the the older version of oh you know, that's and right then oaks fegley is uh is the younger version the younger version of the kid oh okay. he was he was in wonderstruck and the fable men's and all that kind of stuff so um but yeah not a great movie i don't remember why i didn't like it but i just remember not liking it so but you can be your own judge but the book is very good Okay, next one's from Eve. Hey, Colin and Whitney, hope you're both okay. Just want to start by saying I love seeing how you record the podcast, and it's great to finally put a face to your names. Also, my exams are officially over. I'm now a college kid, which is crazy to think about. Congratulations. That's awesome. Congrats. Anyway, on to Indiana Jones. I loved these films when I was a kid and still do. I think Raiders has to be the best. You can never beat the original. When I was nine, my parents took me to Disneyland in Orlando, and I clearly remember the live Indiana Jones show. I remember it too, actually. It was really good. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. The films have lost a little bit of oomph over the years with so many sequels getting released, but they still are, remain mostly entertaining, except for the new one coming out. I'm sorry, but Harrison Ford is an old man now. <laughs> There's no way the film will be able to achieve the same number of stunts as the originals. In my opinion, the franchise had a great run, but they have to let it rest now. There's no reason to have it drag on any longer. My brother's yeah. insisting on watching it, though. I might be pleasantly surprised. Anyway, that's all I got for this week. As for usual, thanks for the podcast and say strange guys. Also, it's Disney World. Disneyland's in California. Disney World cool. is in Florida. That's right. Just, that's not me, like, being a jerk. It's just, it's just what it is. get it confused all the time. And I'm it's, like, no, nope, it's Disney World. That's true. And I thought that, well, I guess it is owned by, it isn't Disney. It's not an MGM. Well, MGM was Disney. It was. Oh, that's it, right. I mean, before it became uh, whatever it is now. Yeah, it was MGM. Now it's Hollywood whatever. Studios. Yeah, it was MGM Studios. Yeah. But they had the whole like giant boulder running down yeah, after yeah. him. I remember being disappointed because Harrison Ford wasn't there when I was little. I was like, well, this is <laughs> bullshit. Like, <laughs> that would have would have been cool though. If you just hung out there all day. And said, right. Like, doing three shows a day for Disney right. World. <laughs> Why not? What else did you have to do? Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we have an email from Skipper Melody. She says, hey, Colin Whitney, after watching all three Indiana Jones films for the first time in nine years, I can clearly say that these films are amazing. In reference to Stranger Things, I was heavily reminded of Popper. And then she lists out some bullet points. Indy silhouette with a hat is very similar to David Harbour in season one and season two with his hat. Yes, he loves his mm -hmm. hat. The tunnel scene at the end of an episode where when David has just jumped in and the cameras turn upside down is very Indiana Jones, even though there isn't a scene like that in the films. Yes, but it's mm -hmm. the same cinematography type style. Indy's aversion to stakes and David being strangled by snake vines in the tunnels in season two. Mm -hmm. Indy's flirting habits and Temple of Doom reminding me of Hopper's. Yes, very much. Like I yep. feel like Hopper was, was a me mesh of Indiana Jones and uh, Chief Brody. I feel like oh, those yeah. two characters made him. I can see that. Yep. Um, Indy protects all of the children in the Temple of Doom and Hopper wants to protect the kids and especially Eleven. Yes, mm -hmm. those are all excellent points. Anyways, wanted to let you know that even though I am also apprehensive about Dial of Destiny, I will be seeing it with an Adventureland fan group at Disney Springs on opening night. Oh, that'll be fun. That's cool. My roommate and I will be dressing up and going to Jock Lindsay's hangar bar after Jock Lindsay being held, being the pilot for Indy and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, is that like a bar there? 
He's the yeah, but he's the he's the pilot that when Indy was got away from the boulder and was running, he's like, Jock, start the plane, start the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. that's an actual bar. But yeah, it's like a it's now? like a it's like it's a, a restaurant bar, bar. In, in uh yeah, it's 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 in the uh Disney Springs. Yes, like that thing. Yeah. Uh we are so excited. I will try to send photos, please. Yes, do I want to see them? Yeah. Yes. Indiana Jones is actually part of a large secret society within Dizzy lore, much like how the Stranger Things crew is in one of the large secret says uh is in on the large secret of the upside down what what do you what do you mean he's actually part of a large secret society within disney lore i think it's just like a there's like a whole like a separate fandom for indiana jones kind of and you know a whole bunch of like you know nerded out fans and stuff that like him and and there's a whole there's a whole thing i don't think that's what that means that's how i took it i don't know (laughs) i think that there's skipper skipper can uh, can when you email us again tell us because i don't know what large secret society within disney lore has not that would she would just say a fandom if it was that's true that's true and it's not like how the stranger things crew is in on the large secret of the upside down oh maybe because he knows about all the religious artifacts could be maybe let's give her tell us give her tell us Back to the Christmas music discussion. My favorite version of Carol the Bells is by Barlow Girl. And then we have a link to that, actually. Yeah. We'll yeah, I'll, I'll post a link to it. I don't want to play it because YouTube might not like us if we play it, but yeah. I'll post a link so you can listen to it. And has a Sing We Now of Christmas Bridge. I listened to it and read the lyrics to see if it's creepy like you were talking about, but I find it strangely beautiful. I'm just going by the, the music. It's the sound is creepy. It's more it's, kind of- I feel like they always use it in like creepy. haunting Christmas yeah. scenes. Yeah, so it's like tubular bells, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In this version, the singer, the singer seems to be re- remarking on the sounds of the season. Brain. Oh my gosh, I cannot talk today. <laughs> the singer seems to be remarking on the sounds the season brings, and it becomes a monumental assembly of all these sounds wrapping around her as a comfort blanket of what the season of Christmas brings. It brings peace within the chaos, much like how Joyce's Christmas lights bring her peace amongst all of her chaos. Mm-hmm. I also love the song Christmas. What? <laughs> <laughs> I also love the song Christmas Shoes, and we actually owned the movie that they made off of the song, and I watched it when I was 12. Well, why would you do that? That is terrible feelings. So it's a, it's a I, Rob Lowe movie. I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was like it was like one of those lifetime kind of. Yeah, I'll never. Yeah. I'll never watch it. I, won't even, I hate the song. I love the song and the movie, but I do understand what you mean when you say it's way too depressing. My mom's favorite Christmas song is the one about the grocery store. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> these are like like, right it's yep it was christmas eve yeah mama skipper what are you guys doing like do you guys hate christmas (laughs) 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 anyways this has nothing to do with anything but i really wanted to add to the conversation about christmas music see on the flip side skipper melody well i'm glad you did add because now i'm concerned for you and your family for liking those songs (laughs) Uh, next one's from Harry. Hey, Whitney and Colin, hope you're staying cool in the summer uh, and all the smoke. Yeah. Did you get a lot of, you didn't get any smoke down there. We we got uh, some, but it was just kind of hazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, New York my, City got pelted. We got. Oh we got my gosh, my friend here. in Jersey, it legit yeah. looked like an apocalypse, like yeah, an apocalypse movie, nasty. or it reminded me of the movie The Mist. Right. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, it was orange and eerie. Yeah, it was crazy. I wouldn't have gone out. I would have no, seen No, I wouldn't that. either. Uh, he says, I rewatched all three Indiana Jones movie in three consecutive nights, and I have thoughts. I saw all three of these movies in the theater when they were released, and it's hard to explain 
to young folks like my son how startling Raiders of the Lost Ark was. It had a bunch of moments that completely subverted our expectations. And I remember how hard people laughed when we first saw it. The iconic moment of Indy casually shooting the expert swordsman as he brandished his scimitar was everywhere at the time. I remember that's such a great scene. But you know why he did that, right? Do you know the story behind this? No. Harrison Ford had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he had eaten something bad at lunch and he was sick. Oh, that's funny. So he was and originally gonna, supposed to beat him up or something? He or? was originally, and he pulls out the gun and like underneath the plane or whatever. They're like the plane, that part. I yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was sick. He had eaten something at lunch or earlier that day and it made him sick that's to his stomach. Funny. He had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's why he did that. That's great. He says there was also the scene where Indy dis- uh, discovers Marion tied up in the bad guy's tent only to leave her there so he can continue his mission. That's just not something a movie hero did. It was also odd that we thought we were watching a movie about a guy running all over the world to save a sacred relic, but it turned out to be a movie about a skeptic who finds his faith. Without Indiana's involvement, Marion would have been killed and a bunch of Nazis would have survived, but the Ark would have been safe. I also love the German mechanic who was enthusiastic bare-knuckle boxing. Watched the second film, and that felt like drinking poison. <laughs> As for the third film, it's really well done and a lot of fun, but it's like it's just a solid adventure film with charismatic stars and some wit thrown into the action. It's Ford and Connery who really make it work. I agree. They're really good together. Mm-hmm. Taken as a trilogy, they all look fantastic thanks to Spielberg's incredible skill. So many movies nowadays have attention-grabbing scenes filmed in a single shot, but Spielberg uses the technique with style and subtlety. Much respect. Indy himself is kind of sketchy. Uh, Shoot, I just lost my face. uh, Kind of sketchy, flying to developing countries, snatching their treasures, and selling them to his university museum. He works best when he's punching Nazis. True. Finally, I had the impression that the second and third films here helped kick off the trend in the late 80s films with intricate Rube Goldberg-style action sequences, but these weren't as clockwork as I remembered them. Maybe it was just inferior copies of Spielberg style. More to say, but this is already too long. Thanks very much, and keep up the good work from Harry in Seattle. No, so I that does it for yeah, that does it for the Indiana Jones emails. We had a couple extra kind of leftover ones too to throw in. But you could say what you're gonna say. Oh. No, I feel like he's correct in saying that it like kicked off a lot of like Rube Goldberg style yeah, I mean, traps and stuff. Yeah, like at the end of like Last Crusade when he has to do the three challenges and you know. Oh, I love that. It was great. Yeah, I love anything with like a trial. Like you have to do right. like a test, like in Ready Player One. Yeah, you have to do like the test, the book. Yeah, also Spielberg. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have to do it in the movie, but it's not as good. Right. The t- the tasks aren't as yeah. good, but they couldn't because of licensing rights like one of the right. tasks is he has to reenact all of war games right they couldn't do that in a movie right unless that person gave them permission but whatever anyways a very long movie <laughs> <laughs> yes okay that. so uh email from ellie hey colin and whitney unfortunately i had exams all last week and couldn't find time to watch indiana jones movies however i thought i'd write in anyway so you wouldn't forget me we never forget you ellie no So first off, I do contemporary dance and I have a performance on July 2nd, which means a lot of practice every week, two and a half to three hours nonstop every Friday till then. And then after that, I have the dress rehearsal on the first, but that shouldn't be so bad. And no, going back to the whole name day thing, not everybody is named after a saint here, although the vast majority of us are. And a lot of us have nicknames like me, Ellie, by which we are addressed. Those who aren't named after a saint either, like you said, just don't have a name day. Hey, at least they get to save money on sweets. Or they have a name day on a day called All Saints Day. I'm not sure when that is, or I'd tell you. In other news, I've officially finished eighth grade. However, whereas there, ninth grade is the first year of high school, here it's the last year of junior high. 
We have pre-kindergarten, which is more of a daycare, I guess, then kindergarten, which is obligatory, then six years of elementary, one of junior high, second grade, third grade, and then you start high school. You have first grade of high school, second grade, third grade, and then you go to university. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Anyway, here it is. Hope you found it interesting and that I didn't confuse the hell out of you. I <laughs> feel like a long time ago, it used to be junior high went to ninth grade here. Mine was primary was one through three, elementary was four, five, six, junior high was seven, eight, and then high school was nine, 12. That's how I was. Mine but, was kindergarten, kindergarten through fifth grade was elementary okay then our middle school junior high was six seventh eighth high school is nine through twelve that's how we are here yeah yeah i feel like that's more now at ev school they have a separate camp like they have a separate section like they have a sixth grade campus it's just sixth graders okay Hmm. it's like an inter so their junior high is only seventh and eighth okay they do primary is preschool through third intermediate fourth fifth and then Sixth grade campus is six, which kind of like eases them in to oh, yeah, junior that makes high. Sense. Yeah. And then seventh and eighth junior high rests high school. But. Okay. All right. Our next email is from Tori. She says, hello, everyone. Or always reminds me of Christmas vacation. Hello, yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tori and I'm back from camp. When I got right back home, I ran to my phone, checked my messages, responded to messages, and then turned on the podcast. I started laughing my head off when you read my part about crocheting my potato. <laughs> I sent a photo. So yes, here's a, a here's a photo. Here's a photo of, of the crocheted potato. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool, right? It's, yes. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I want to learn. I now I kind of want to crochet a potato. Crochet yeah. a potato. Sure. Why not? So she says. um, so you guys could see how beautiful and hard I worked on him. You did. We love it. Anyways, I don't really have anything to say about Indiana Jones because I keep falling asleep during the movies. It's not my fault that my parents decide to have a movie night at 9.30 p.m. I guess this email is just for a check-in for the podcast. Hope you guys have a lovely day. Munson out. We appreciate it. We like a little check-in every now and then. Absolutely. And great work on the potato. So Yes. Last one is from Stefan. Hey, Whitney. Hey, Colin. Choosing favorite episodes is a hard job to do. He's a little behind from the last one. Oh, yeah. And I, and I failed miserably while trying. So I'll give you a quite boring and obvious top one. My favorite episode, not only of season one, but of all the seasons will always be the first one, The Vanishing of Will Byers. Just because it all started with that episode, because of all the good and nostalgic feelings rewatching that episode brings back. And a personal note, it was the last show I watched with my mom who died of cancer in 2019. She also liked the kids and all the mystery stuff right from the start. It was cool to see back then. It was cool back then to see how she got hooked by only the first few episodes, first few scenes of episode one. Sorry to hear that, Stefan. But I'm yeah. glad you guys could share that. Thanks again for the great podcast. And until next time. So speaking of next time, we will be back on July 6th with another character deep dive and everybody's like oh I hope <gasps> who's it gonna be who's it gonna like, be you're, you're <laughs> never gonna guess this one we're gonna do karen wheeler yeah let's do mama wheeler and have a little yeah. bit of fun yeah i feel like i feel like she's a little bit out there like it's not one you would normally think of but yeah. it, honestly it is because in the discord server today sophia said something it might be sophie i'm sorry i can't remember off the top of my head and i could check but i don't have discord up she was talking about how she hoped that she felt like her chances of getting a deeper look into Karen or Karen getting a deeper storyline kind of have dwindled. Yeah. Evaporated. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like, and it, it did seem like they were building her up to do something bigger. So in a small way to rectify that, we're going to, maybe she will that. be back. Maybe she will be bigger. Maybe, yeah. but I love yeah. the actress and. Yeah. 
And don't worry, we will get to all the characters at one point or another, I'm sure, in the next three years before season five. Oh my gosh, someone said summer 2025. I know, right? I can't do it. I know. I uh, Three years with the pandemic. I know. Seems understandable. Yeah. Three years with not a pandemic. <sighs> inexcusable. This, this writer's strike has got to end at some point here. They just can't keep dragging on. So anyway, get us your thoughts on Karen Wheeler. Let's have some yes. fun with this one and, and and really yeah, kind of goof it up a little bit. So get your emails to us by July 2nd. So that is the Sunday before 4th of July for all you American people. Everyone else, it's just a random just Sunday. Just a regular Sunday. And we will, uh, we will see you on July 6th for Karen yes. Wheeler episode. As always, you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at at ScoopsHoyPod. You can also email us to get us your emails at scoopsboypod at gmail.com. And if you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you left us a review or shared it with your friends, particularly on i on iTunes, because that is the most influential one and it will help us get in front of other listeners like yourself. So we want to thank everybody for listening and, and, and watching. Next- oh, and, and watching. Because we're now on YouTube. That's right. We're now on YouTube. So and watching. But Anyways, hope you guys see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.